Welcome to another episode of the Main Dish Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Our episode today is going to be about uh, vision boards for 2021, but we always like to dive into what's new and good before we get into the protein part of our Main Dish Podcast. Appetizer. (laughs) So Mandy, what's new and good with you? What's new? What's good? Um... I don't have a lot of new and good. I had a facial today. That was really nice. I haven't had that in a long, long time. Like, I mean, sometime this year I did. So I had a facial with Debbie, who owns All Aglow Skincare and local here in Phoenix. She's actually going to be coming on the podcast I'm soon. I'm so excited. She's awesome. She does like, she did a little chakra healing on me, told me one of my chakras was blocked. Um, solar plexus, told me to eat some yellow foods to support it. So I did. I went out and had a juice. Yeah, how was the juice? It was amazing. It had yeah. lemon and... I was going to say, what's in it that was yellow? Well, it, carrots was the first ingredient. Which is a more, more red version of yellow. Yes, yes, yes. It's, a first, <laughs> it's in the yellowish family. Um, but it also had... Oh, uh, gosh. I can't remember the second ingredient in there. But maybe it was... No, it wasn't pineapple. But it, there was definitely ginger, turmeric, lemon. Was there a banana? No, no, nothing really sweet. There might have been, oh, I, there might have been like apple or pear. Mango? No, no, no mango. But there might have been pear or apple, something oh. like that in there. But there was definitely ginger, turmeric, and lemon. So I was pretty happy with all those yellow foods, like supporting my newly unblocked, cleared solar plexus chakra. Um, and she told me that usually leaves, like that has to do with digestion, which my digestion is always weird, even though I'm a vegan I have the weirdest digest. It's this. It's a. It's a very introvert thing to have a really slow digestion. Apparently, that's where we hold a lot of stuff. I don't know. Anyways, uh, and then uh, yeah, she said sometimes leaves you with a feeling of being unsettled, and I can relate to often feeling unsettled. So, <laughs> recently or generally, I feel like I could. You know how you read a horoscope and you can always find ways that it relates to you? Mm-hmm. I could do that with anything. So yeah. if you tell me I'm maybe feeling something, I'm like, that's amazing. How did you do that? I'm like, I could find a million You're things. You're feeling amazing, Mandy. I am feeling amazing. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. You know, I was going to say that your skin is glowing. Dude, my skin feels amazing. Tingly. Like, I just it just feels really, really good. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I have an appointment with Debbie as well. Ooh. And so I'm looking forward to getting a facial. I think the last time I had a facial was about a year and a half ago. And that was my very first facial. Oh, so this will be my second facial. But like I said in a previous episode, I am super excited to have Debbie on because, you know, for my job, I wear a mask regularly. But ever since the pandemic, now I'm wearing it so much more and my skin has dried up significantly and I was you know one of the things that I was looking forward to in my 30s is a decrease in acne but because of wearing masks all the time now my acne has been worse than it's ever been my entire life Mm. so I'm super excited to kind of pick Debbie's brain of what good skincare is especially for someone in their 30s and 40s because uh You know, maybe there are things that I don't know about that I could be implementing now or as early as possible. And hopefully it'll also help our listeners, because if I'm having mask knee issues, I probably think that 
many of our listeners probably are facing some of the same or similar issues. And if it will help our listeners, great. But if it only helps me, okay. But I'm pretty sure uh, many (laughs) people are experiencing it. A lot of us are experiencing it. That's one of my things that I've come to learn is if one person is experiencing it, most likely there's someone else. It's kind of like there's no really Unique. stupid question. Oh, okay. oh, sorry. I'm going in a whole different direction. <laughs> it, you know, when I teach or when I educate in classes, I always say like, there's no stupid question. Like if you have a question, there's most likely at least one other person in the wor- in the room that probably has the same question. I've so- been in a lot of rooms and there are a lot of stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> I've personally wanted to slap I know. a number of people for asking questions. But I'd rather... But I really appreciate your optimistic teacher, educator. Like th- I've said to this privately to you before, I think, and I don't know if we've talked about it here on the podcast yet, but I think part of what makes us fun to listen to um, or in a, a really interesting dynamic is that you're like a teacher and educator, like that is part of your natural abilities. And I am a storyteller, like mm-hmm. more like ju- I just have like the, I don't know, I tend to be very dramatic ish and have ways <laughs> intriguing yeah just have ways of telling yes. stories like it's, and you're witty it, and funny so the it's shit engaging that happens to me isn't out of the ordinary it's just my take on it is apparently absurd so not absurd it's <laughs> it's entertaining and engaging yeah i don't know any other way so i think that's what makes us fun <laughs> i agree i agree but yeah so i i've been in rooms that are very similar to the ones that you're describing, but I would rather everyone ask their questions and there be some stupid questions, but not, we won't identify them out loud to everyone, (laughs) but I'd rather, I'd rather have that than for people to, for someone in the room to have a very good question and think that it's stupid and then not ask it. And so I'd rather all than some. That's fair. That's fair. And what you're saying about like the masks and the skin oh, right. and the yes. questions and all this fun stuff, like she did tell me, she did show me or she didn't show me, but she did tell me there were some dry patches on my skin. And um, we determined it was from like where masks are rubbing. And I yeah. was like, makes sense because I wear a paper mask most days at the office. I'm looking forward to these two weeks of being on break where I'm not wearing a mask a lot of the day. But yeah, the masks and the skin and rubbing and the chafing and the dry. She put like little sunglasses over my eyes, like almost like tanning bed glasses. I don't think you probably ever hit a tanning bed. I have. You in have? In my pageant days. Shut up. I used to do tanning because what happens is, and I was talking to somebody else about this no as way. well, but you know, in CrossFit or people who do those bodybuilding shows, you get tanned because the the tanner you are it defines your muscles and so when I was in pageantry I used to tan I used to go to tanning beds or maybe I've done it a couple times but mostly I did the spray tans but I've done the actual tanning bed a couple times I'm a little weary about it because I don't know the safety for like a year oh no 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 I would only do it for like Oh, like yeah, no. three days a week. Oh, I don't. Ooh, wow. Yeah, no. I only did it for a couple times right before a pageant just to kind of get a little tan and define my my muscles. Oh, but no, girl. I did it literally three days a week. Holy three, moly. Maybe four. I mean, in Michigan, you just don't see the sun. Yeah, that makes sense. And it feels so nice to be warm in this little tanning bed. Like, mm. I always did the stand-up ones, though. I hated doing the lay-down ones. Oh, Ugh. really? I hated laying on the glass. I'd rather just go into oh. a booth grab onto the little handlebars, stand there for 10 to 12 minutes and be done with it in and out. And like literally cooking me like a little 
piece of Mandy meat. I don't know. <laughs> like I always felt like I was in some sort of microwave oven. Interesting. But um, she put little glasses over my eyes and then she brought a little light over. And I was like, oh, shit, it's like getting all scientific all up on my face. <laughs> and she was because I mentioned I was like, I have felt something happening in this one little part, like kind of off to the side of my chin. And I was like, but, you know, got my period today. So that's probably what that was all about. And she's like, oh, yeah, probably. And she's like, there is some activity. And she like puts these little glasses on me and like brings over this, I don't know, magnifying glass. Or Whoa. Something. OK, like, this real got real, real fast. Yeah. But she didn't like I mean, she didn't like dig or poke or prod or pinch or like oh. do anything crazy like, you know, my instinct would be. Shucks. I'm looking forward to my session with her. I'm going to videotape the whole freaking thing. There were all sorts of steps. I mean, there was like cleansers and wipes and stuff and then there was an enzyme that she like rubbed and rubbed and rubbed and then she used little stones and like apparently this i starts with like a g like i can't remember it starts with a g sound um this little stone that she rubbed all along my face and like garnet no but it it was like an asian type of word i keep wanting to say that what's that hot sauce gochujang oh (laughs) Might be That's part not of it, but yeah. <laughs> um, it's a strange. She'll tell us. So, anyways, she did this little stone rub on me and the lymph and all the stuff, and like I think you're really gonna enjoy it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to you going. Mm, I can't wait to get content for our pod. Maybe I should go with you. Maybe we should go have a smoothie bowl. There's a smoothie joint next door. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'm planning on bringing my my phone. My iPad, my SLR. I'm going to do a whole setup. I should probably talk to her about this beforehand, make sure she's okay with it. Ah, uh, she'll be okay with it. <laughs> yeah, she'll be fine. So good. I'm so happy that you got a facial today for you. Mm-hmm. You know, self-care is really day. important. And I'm learning that right now mm-hmm. in my life. Yes, I like that. This is actually a part of our show later today. But... Mm-mm. What else is new and good with you? What's new, new on the dating front the for dating you? Dating world. Well, I was going to say new and good in my life is I I have the vaccine. Oh. And so first dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Super exciting. And uh, I didn't get a choice between the Moderna or the Pfizer. They're just mm-hmm. giving you the Pfizer one. So you take what you can get. That's what I've seen other people in our... Yeah. Yeah. Because at the time when all the vaccine stuff was happening, Pfizer was technically the only one approved. And so Arizona is just distributing Pfizer as I, you know, as mm-hmm. as far as I know. So Pfizer it is. And uh, one of my friends said that the the Pfizer vaccine may not be as effective in Asians as the Moderna one, but mm. that's OK. I'm cool with any vaccine you're cool with 80 percent yeah yeah i'll take that is that the Mm. word yes thank you you go scrabble (laughs) let's play and spelling bee champion Uh i tried to get somebody to play scrabble with me recently and they declined oh i'm sorry i'd probably decline too though because i'm not good with words why does it's troublesome to me when people don't want to play a game that they just are like, I'm not good. I don't want to play. It's not. Well, maybe it is partly that, but it's I'm like, I play things I'm not good at all the time. You know, in some aspects of life, I would say that. But with a game, 
I would like to think that in most aspects of my life, that mindset of like, just because you're not good at it, you shouldn't make that an excuse. Yeah. But I think when it comes to like board games and games, if you aren't good, like, so for me, it's like, I'm not having fun because I'm constantly having to overthink. Like, it's harder for me to think of words to play. And then I want, I, I can't enjoy the game or I can't have fun because I'm constantly thinking of like the, the, the letters and trying to come up with words. So it's may, you know, partly it's mm. like, I'm not good at it, but because I'm not good at it, I'm struggling and then I'm not having a good time. And I want to have a good time when we're playing games. And I'm just a word game person. Like word games are my, my jam. Like let's play Scrabble, Boggle. So here's the know. thing. Boggle I like. Boggle's the one where um, you shake you, up the cube and then there's a letter and then you have a list of stuff and then you can think of words that start with that letter. No. Oh, what, nope, what game, game am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You're thinking of categories. Yeah. Okay. I like categories. Boggle is a little square cube with 16 cubes inside of it that have letters, six letters, six sides on the cube. So there are 16 little, I think it's 16. Or maybe it's 25. Maybe it's a five by five board. I think it might be 25. So you shake up this little cube and then you shake all the tiles down into the bottom tray till they lay flat. And then you take the lid off and there's three minutes and you have to make words of the tiles that are showing on those. Yeah. Make words from the letters showing on the tiles. And like it's like each letter, each cube has to be touching the next letter. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I kill at that game. Like, um, no one likes playing with me because they just don't like losing, which I don't know. I'm like, it's how you get better. We've talked about this before. Yes. You don't get better unless you play against somebody who challenges you. Yeah. We talked about this when we were talking about Queen's Gambit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't I, I could probably do Boggle, but I really like Scattergories. Scattergories is yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Scattergories is fun. I like yeah. that. So... But uh, what we're, oh, what's new and good, vaccine. But yep. you had also asked about dating and. Yeah, um, no more word from red flag guy. No more word from red flag guy. A couple. It's as if he did respond, the next level of response from you would just be middle finger emojis. I had somebody who I, uh, maybe a week or two, a couple weeks ago, started a conversation with and I said, hey there. And I mentioned something or referenced something in his profile that looked interesting or seemed interesting to me. And, and I mean, that's re- usually my my go to. Like, I'll look at something. In, I mean, I assume that's yeah. what most people do. Right. I mean, most of the guys I'm rarely that just going to hit up a guy's page and just like a photo like dudes do that all the time. But like, I was going to say, like, most so guys, boring. not that I've been, you know, but, you know, it's like, usually like Facebook. something. Don't or, just yeah. click a like mm-hmm. on my photo. Or they'll just invite me to start a conversation. That's one of my... If, if I was the one who who liked you first or, you know, marked you, <laughs> this whatever. This is like the, the online the, equivalent get, of like just yeah. staring at you from across the bar. <laughs> yeah. So like intense stare. <laughs> Maintain yeah. eye contact. That's just creepy. <laughs> I'm not coming up to you if you're just staring me down like that. No. And don't just like my photo or invite yeah. me to start shit. Like... Say hello. Use your words. I've put enough information in my profile that there's something to chat about. Yeah. So he we started talking. Well, I, I messaged something to him and I was like, hey, blah, 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 whatever. Something on his profile was was interesting to me. So I said, hey, there and said something about what interested me or something. And then he responds and, he, you know, a couple hours later or whatever. And he's like, hey, thanks. 
I'm only interested in FWB. And I'm like, huh. Hmm. So this then, is why you're not supposed to hinge alone. <laughs> and so uh, I, I respond. I'm like, hmm, I've never really done FWB dot dot dot. Did you seek counsel on this? No. So what I what I said, actually, so what I really said, <laughs> I was like, huh, I've never done that before, dot, dot, dot. Tell me more. Okay. And that's when he unmatched me. Oh. Yeah. Cause, and I was like, okay, well, well, then. whatever. Hmm. I mean, I've definitely been yeah, I was gonna approached say, like, you, a yeah, number what, of what, times. What's your take on Is that the you, first time someone's asked or like, has no one's ever asked you like no like you've never gone out on a date with a person a couple of times maybe and you're like i'm just not really feeling this like as a romantic thing or whatever and they're like want to be friends with benefits no okay that's why i ask what are your (laughs) thoughts or what's your take on friends with benefits i mean i've i don't know that i've ever executed it to a high degree is that the right phrasing? Um, yeah. I mean, I've definitely had fuck buddies, but I don't think I've ever had a friend with benefits. Like, I don't think I've ever had somebody that I'm like friendly with. Like, let's go grab lunch and like, hey, you want to bang it out later? No. It was either fuck buddies or just nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have any room for a friend with benefits. Like that just, that's blurry lines to me. Like you want to be my friend and you want to bang me, but you don't want the relationship. You just want like, you want all the good stuff without all the, any of the work that makes it worth it. Yeah. So. That's probably why I've never even, well, I'm probably like, I I put out vibes probably that say like, don't even ask me about that. (laughs) That's probably why nobody's ever asked me. (laughs) Miley puts out, I'm not just fucking you vibe. Don't even mention it. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. I don't know. Maybe I am putting. Maybe I'm putting out a "I'll fuck you" vibe. I don't know. Oh, I wasn't saying you were. I was just saying like maybe I put that vibe out. Like you know, like RBF. You know, it's like well, which obviously made me N-F-W-B. question what's the vibe I'm putting out. Why am I getting this question so much? Well, it's also you know I was off the market for like 10 years that's true 10 of like the most i don't know the, years. yeah right like age 21 to 31 i was with somebody you know i was like in a monogamous relationship with somebody so i wasn't even out there those are your highly fuckable years it's exactly but now now you're i mean it's not like you're not now i mean you're not that far no that. but i'm and saying like now i'm just new to the scene with all of this stuff okay. because now you're trying to figure it out yeah like that's why i'm like hmm i've never really had that opportunity tell me more <laughs> what does this entail like what does this mean like friends with benefits does it if mean you're gonna dm us about and- this make sure you say hey miley <laughs> no i'm just saying like you know let, like i i am open to talking about things before i just say flat out no like i want to know about it so, okay. and give me the opportunity so that's why i was like tell me more okay so i went on a date with a guy a little over a year ago and uh he's in an open relationship and i knew that go- well yeah i would say i knew that going in because whatever on was on his profile and um 
so, something about his profile it was just it was really intriguing to me i liked all i liked the things he was into he was pretty different from me as far as like some of his interests went but um it was really intriguing and i kind of wanted to hear more and he had a really uh he was really well thought out in like how he and his significant other approached the situation and how they handled things. It turns out they were married, which was not made evident to me before. Like to me, it's a little bit different if you're like in a long-term relationship with like a girlfriend, maybe boyfriend situation. than if you're married, I don't know to me, the whole married thing and like seeking a third, like that's a little bit different vibe for me, but I did go out with him once um and then I just kind of I was like he explained it more to me he was really really open and really chatty about it and didn't really hold anything back I just asked a lot of questions like how does this work like but basically I was I don't know every time it's been proposed so it's it's been proposed to me really you know within the last couple of months and I not by a married not by a third just as somebody who um doesn't isn't really into dating exclusively right now like is kind of openly dating people. Um, and I think I, I came to this conclusion that I'm not, I'm not not about it. Like I'm not anti the whole um, open relation. This is more of open relationship talk, I guess, than friends with benefits. But I've already said I'm kind of not into the friends with benefits because you want all the good stuff mm-hmm. of me without putting in the work to like what what I think makes it worth it. Um but the whole open relationship thing, I, I'm not anti it. I, I, I've never, I've never been in a, so I think the reason I haven't been open to it in all of the times it's been proposed to me in the last like year, year and a half are because I don't want to be the extra. Hmm. Like if, if I'm going to be in an open relationship, I could see having a person and maybe us having extras like I could Mm. see I can see me having an extra I can't see me being the extra I see like it just doesn't feel right it's not my it's not my role yeah yeah that makes sense like if I I already had my part of the agreement right like if I already had my bottom so to speak (laughs) (laughs) if I I already had a bottom bitch Uh like I already had my my king or whatever whatever you want to call it if I already had my person um And we, you know, and that was an agreement or something that we were cool with. And I was, you know, or we, whatever. And there was like something else I wanted that I wasn't Mm -hmm. getting there. And that person was fine with me, like dating to, you know, to whatever. Um, So it's kind of like a commitment. Like I I envision when you were describing that, it makes me think an open marriage, actually, because mm -hmm. in an open marriage, you are married to this one other person that is your number one. Mm -hmm. And everyone else who you would have a relationship with is number two, number three, they're extra. Right. And so you have that agreement because of the marriage, let's say. But if you weren't married, you, I would envision you could have that kind of agreement as part of the so-called contract. I think of this mm-hmm. in, in terms of, you know, Business? 50 sh- well, no, a 50 shades of gray and <laughs> oh. how they had a whole contract that outlined how the relationship was going to be defined or whatever. And I never s- saw the movies. Did you ever read the books? No. Oh, okay. I, I saw the parts of them when I was in Laughlin earlier this mm. year um, in the hotel, but I was, I had some, I had a strong ass edible, so I don't really remember. Oh. It was. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a business because the, the contract in Fifty Shades is like 
a legit contract that outlines like uh, all these details about how the relationship is going to work. Mm. But it's like, you know, we're we're together, we're you know, committed to each other, we're each other's number one or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine, and that's why I was like, you know, mm. tell me about the whole be- friends with benefits. Like, is it like we hang out in 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 the bedroom and outside the bedroom or is it just in the bedroom like are we gonna be really be friends or we hang out or is it like just like we know each other and that's the extent of us friend like being friends and then we're just in the bedroom so i was like i i just need to better understand like what are the rules of this situation we're entering if we're going to enter it and i would you know let me see the contract and i'll (laughs) consider like i'm all for talking about opportunities i like how you say that let me see the contract <laughs> and i will consider it yeah like let, let me let me know before like i'm not gonna flat out say no let, tell me i like that it wasn't an immediate no for yeah. you and you were inquisitive like maybe curious. i am putting out the this i'm putting out the vibe of me being open you know i had another conversation this could be the beginning of something you really be careful sure? yeah see this one like mm, am i really putting out these vibes or am i just like again selection issue maybe mm. i'm having a selection issue but i had another conversation with another person that i've now since unmatched but again a couple weeks ago our our conversation went down like a really weird path and uh we were talking about like fantasy stuff and he goes have you ever done a have you ever done or considered doing a threesome and i'm like again never have done that but tell me more <laughs> like that's become my 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 uh and did it go phrase. to crickets was it like dead silence radio silence and then unmatched I can't really remember. It was it was a while ago, but maybe I am putting this vibe of like throw all of this stuff at me and I'll see how I'm going to respond. Hey freaks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I'm not going to judge. No, that's a loose term. I think they would probably call themselves freaks. Oh, yeah. That's not a judgy term, but yeah. I mean Well, I'm just saying like, you know. Hey, tell call, me tell me more. Takes one to know one. That's <laughs> Tell, tell me more and part of yeah. it is like i i'm curious and learning and yeah. it might not be my thing but maybe it is i don't know let's talk about it i don't know how i feel about a threesome i've not been a part of one <laughs> me neither <laughs> <laughs> like i've Your never even face. talked to somebody about tell me more it's a great face <laughs> you look terrified you look terrified but your face like your face looks scared but your mouth says tell me more like, <laughs> it's so weird it's such a juxtaposition like the duality like your face is like god no but then you're like tell me more <laughs> i'm trying to be more open yeah it doesn't mean i'm committed it doesn't mean i'm saying yes but let me know all the terms so that I can make an informed, educated decision. I think, yeah. I mean, maybe a threesome, it's it's not that far off of the open relationship thing. We should have someone on to talk about open relationships with. Oh, that's a good idea. So mm-hmm. I'm really... Fascinated. I'm fascinated by them and I'm really curious about them. And again, I'm not like a solid no on them because I'm like, I can't. It's really hard for me to wrap my head around the idea that um, this podcast episode honestly isn't about no it's open not. relationships <laughs> or relationships at all. But whatever. Fun tangent. Um, I'm I'm not against the idea. And I, I'm really a, I, I am sort of against the idea of there's one person who will meet all of our needs and do it ever so perfectly forever and ever. I think that's a really big fucking ask and it sets most people up for disappointment in love and relationships and how to go about maintaining them 
um i just i just yeah a lot like i'm not looking for my best friend i have best friends i i'm not looking for a best friend and a partner like i'm looking for someone who i can love and trust on that level but i don't need someone i'm going to tell all my deepest darkest secrets to that's what my girlfriends are for like i don't want yeah I agree with that. My male partner to be that for me. Like I have confidence in confidants in my girlfriends. Like that's what they are for. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're the, y'all are the ones that I bounce ideas off of. Not my dude. Like there are, yes, there are ideas I would bounce off of him. But like if I'm struggling with things, everything doesn't need to go to my male partner. So the open relationship and the threesome thing, I think like in a sexual way, like I can see how maybe there are things your person isn't doing in the bedroom or I don't know, either isn't able, willing, loves, like, I don't know if it's a struggle. Does, do we have to like force all of these issues? Like maybe you can just outsource it. (laughs) Outsource. Yeah. I think that's, I agree with the whole like it is a huge ask to ask that your partner be everything to you or for you. What a stress. Like, what a stress to put on somebody. And I think women do it more than men do. Like, women do it to men more than men do that to women. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, my, one of my, well, one thing is I'm trying not to say no quickly or too soon without knowing all the facts. It goes back to my therapist telling me to collect facts before I start judging or making decisions for myself or whatnot. So like I'm trying to slow down with the decision making. Uh, The other thing is some of these things can sometimes have a bad connotation or they have, you know, public perception is, oh my gosh, that's horrible, right? So I'm trying not to make decisions based on what public perception is like, right? Then the other thing is... I've always been in monogamous relationships and to be in a in any kind of relationship that's more than just a, like a friendship, I do develop or I, I, I've always needed that those those feelings for somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of afraid that like, you know, you enter an open relationship or a threesome or friends with benefits and like you could easily get hurt if you get attached or you you can subconsciously or unintentionally start to develop attachments or expectations and that might cause issues down the road. And that's why I say like, let me see the contract. Let me see what's... What. You mean if you had a third, like if you were to bring somebody extra into a relationship. A third, or even in a friends with benefits kind of situation too. Mm. Like I still need that. I still need to connect with somebody on an intimate level, like a intellectual intellectual level to be intimate with them mm-hmm. and i can't just be physically intimate with somebody or you i've just never have to been be just drunk enough oh okay thanks <laughs> problem solved <laughs> <laughs> all right then you have to be just horny enough and just <laughs> drunk enough <laughs> all right uh, so i've heard oh okay yeah you're not speaking from <laughs> that's experience. what they tell me <laughs> But yeah, so that's the other thing. Like when somebody had mentioned, I mean, I remember like, oh. random makeout guy on the street? Like one more cocktail. Probably and would have, yeah. Like if this was your condo and you weren't coming home with me, mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, yeah, the mood can strike. Yeah, maybe. You've I, just I mean, not I, been in a I, position. Not, and yeah. then the pandemic hit. I know. So now you're getting all vaccinated up. 
Yeah. Damn, maybe I should get the vaccine. <laughs> so okay, go so out and slut it up with you. <laughs> hey, everyone who's getting the vaccine, you should still be responsible. <laughs> That's the other thing. One of my fears is that people are going to get make vaccinated. People show their vaccine people- <laughs> cards to date you. Well, it's oh my like god. A- what if that starts showing up in dating profiles? They're like, I've been oh, vaccinated. Yeah, I should put that on my profile. You should. <laughs> Now I kind of well, want Well, you know, it. there are some profiles that I've seen where they're like, um, had COVID, I have the antigen, you won't get it from me or something, you know, something along those lines where they're like, I've already had it, you don't have to be wor- like worried. It doesn't, it doesn't make know. me feel better that people have already had it. I'm like, you're a reckless person. I don't feel better. What else do you have? Yeah. Well, yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So that's uh, updates on dating or really, really just conversations. I mean. Yeah. Interesting. That was good. I, I uh, yeah, that's fun. Friends with benefits, definitely something we should talk about more. And open relationships. Yeah, let's find somebody. To talk about that. Be on the lookout. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of, we are having a fun time, especially after our first interview last week and we are looking forward to interviewing more people we have actually already quite a few already lined up Mm -hmm. but if you have any ideas or suggestions please share them with us we are always looking to find creative interesting topics and guests to bring on to our show to kind of make this experience even better than the last experience yeah, I mean, in addition to Debbie with the skincare, we've got a dating coach coming on soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a dietitian. Yes, the dietitian's coming on. And then the business coach, mm-hmm. business and life coach. Yep. So really lots of good, fun stuff to hopefully give some uh, good content and yeah. It's good conversation and good things to think about. Yeah, some growth uh, opportunities. Yeah. Okay, well, then let's uh, go ahead and dive into our episode today, and it's going to be on vision boarding for 2021. Enjoy. Yeah. Okay, so let's jump into our episode. Jump in. Two feet. Or three feet. I meant I have two feet on my person, so I jump in with two feet. But I'm interested to hear about your third foot. <laughs> Something I, I don't sure know. Where you're going with it. So I figured I'd just go up one. I was trying to one up me. No, it was like more so just like. I'm like two feet. She's like, or three. Like I was thinking measurement wise. I was like, no, let's go in deeper. I like, tell me about your third foot. <laughs> like a kangaroo she's got a tail i don't know (laughs) anyways so i've been looking forward to vision boarding for 2021 me too and uh have you i i know that i mean i was gonna ask you have you ever done it before but i know you have and i have and that's why we came up with this idea so yeah um do you want to tell us a little bit about the whole idea of vision boarding just in case you know people are are our listeners yeah um, vision boarding is sort of manifesting. Um, it's kind of laying out your goals, making them visual, like putting them on a board, putting them out into the universe, making it visual, putting that board somewhere you see it every day and 
can be reminded of your goals and maybe refocus, recenter, like just stay on task. It's almost like a little to-do list. I find it um, kind of like reminders or inspirations to keep you centered or especially on days where or days, moments where you may be a little off track, you're reminded Mm -hmm. of things that are important to you. Sometimes when you're struggling or going through challenges, you forget some of those core values that you have or dreams or goals that you have for yourself. And uh, you get so consumed in the minute details of the struggle or the challenge, you forget the bigger picture. And so whenever I see my vision board, I'm, I'm reminded of, hey, there's this bigger world out there. There's a bigger dream or a bigger goal that I'm working towards and that this minor little setback isn't going to deter me. And it's more of a reminder and inspiration for me to kind of get back on track if I ever fall off track. That's fair. I, yeah, that, that's fair. I know, I don't know that I think about it in those exact terms, but like, well, that's not the only thing I think of, but I was just yeah. adding on to what you were saying. Like, yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. I like, I like that. It's just like, these are things that are important to me. And these are the things that I want to accomplish things I want to achieve. And sometimes they're, and it's not like necessarily you have to do them all that year, no. but it, and they can change from time to time. And some things I've had things carry over from one year to mm-hmm. the next for vision boarding. And it's like, I mean, this that will happen with this one that we're about to talk about today too there are just some things that are standard on my vision board that i will always strive for and uh, are important to me and so it's important to always make them a part of that project uh and keep in mind this year i'm approaching it slightly differently like i have a i have a mood for the board mm. i have a goal like a grounding word so to speak and or i guess like yeah more of a goal more of an overarching like top and then a bottom anchor word so yeah and those two words kind of everything else everything on the board connects or is like related to those two words I envision your board very, it's, you know how we've talked about you being a storyteller? Yeah. I feel like your vision board, the way you describe it to me, there's a story that links it all together. I'm looking at my vision board and it's all over the place. (laughs) Uh, There's no like theme to it. It's pretty much the theme of me and my goals for 2021. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I actually organization is one of the things on my board. So I'm really trying to get better at organizing things in life in general. Like I've started to physically organize some things in my home. Like I'm buying more racks and shelving and mm. organizers. And I'm really trying to level up that that aspect of adulthood and get organized um I don't have a lot of stuff so I don't think in the past I felt like I really needed to (laughs) like I didn't need to be that I didn't need to have all these like crazy little bins and boxes and all this stuff because I didn't have a lot of stuff but um I'm just really I'm enjoying the organizational aspects of some stuff so organizing uh my vision board I do like it to have a layout I do like it to have like a story Mm, yeah I like it I like it I can't wait to hear and see about, like, see all about it. Yeah. We can start with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with my goal word. So the word I put at the top of my 2021 vision board is connect. Okay. 
and um, connect. So there's a whole lot of things under here. Um, so connecting, I mean, uh, connecting in a lot of ways, uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, um, like spiritually, just connecting to all this stuff on my board um, in relation to the podcast, connecting to our audience, um, to the people that are listening, connecting to advertisers, connecting to guests, connecting to people to share this space with. Um, monetizing the podcast is a goal for 2021. We've been investing in a lot of equipment and to make it better and, um, you know, it's, it's not a business, I guess, if we're not really actually making any money. So it would be nice to, uh, make good on that claim. That's, that's I like, the, that's, <laughs> that's on my, my vision board as well to kind of, cause the other part to, you know, yes, we've created this podcast because it's very important to us to create a community through shared experiences and to make it a safe place where we can share stories and learn from each other and grow but we also take pride in building something too. Mm -hmm. And this is a business. And, and part of that growth is learning about running, managing, maintaining, sustaining a business. Mm -hmm. And finances is always a factor in sustaining any business. And so I would like to say that one of the avenues that we want to, to strengthen this coming year is the financial component. Now, our podcast is not all about making money. I mean, I'm a true, and I, I, I would like to say like you are too, like we're not doing this to make money, right. but we do need to consider finances if we want to grow our podcast, if we want to invest back into our podcast to to make it bigger and better and, and meaningful for our listeners we do need to consider the financial aspect of the podcast. And so, yes. and it's also fun to learn new things. And the financial part of business is always, there's always something new to learn. Mm -hmm. And I really want to learn more about that side. Yeah. Um, agreed. Just expanding, expanding our reach. Mm -hmm. Like that's all part of connecting mm -hmm. and um, monetizing, growing and just talking to with more people to more people with more people getting in more ear holes yeah ear holes <laughs> ear holes um some fun stuff under my page under connect i put a sub category of disconnect oh, okay. um and under that i have sand meaning beaches vacations oh i see i see okay okay yeah mm -hmm. so looking to uh, i know it's been a year of pandemic it's 2020 and we haven't done like the big grand fun vacations anymore but and we've had a lot of time to connect with ourselves and our goals and what's important and our center and kind of just get grounded a little bit this year because a lot of the noise has been shut off but I'm feeling so connected. I'm really ready to disconnect. Like I just want, I'm craving a little bit of time that I don't think about anything, that I don't need to even think about personal growth or any of that stuff. Like just a week vacation where I can literally just lay around and explore an island, drink Mai Tais, get a little suntan. I was going to say, we've made plans to go to Hawaii together multiple Twice. times this year. 
And uh, when I tell people about it, they always ask like, oh, what are you looking to do when you finally make it to Hawaii? And Nothing. It, so, so it's funny <laughs> because I will tell them like, oh, I want to snorkel and I want to scuba dive and I want to jet ski and I want to do this and I want to do that. And then they're like, well, what's Manny going to do? Is she going to do it with you? I'm like, I don't think so. I think she's just going to sit on the beach. <laughs> but I should probably confirm with her because I'm I'm over here thinking about all these things that I want to do. And I don't know if she wants to do it with me or if she's just going to chill. So I actually have been meaning to ask you. <laughs> You know, like for me, I don't think of the sand as just the sand. I'm thinking of all the things that I could be doing at the beach. Yeah. And so I don't, as odd as it is, I'm, we're cancers. I'm a water sign and you would think, and I do like being in the water. Um, I'm just not thrilled with the ocean and the idea of snorkeling doesn't really excite me. Scuba a little bit, but you have to get certified. And it's just, it's a lot of rigmarole for mm. like to go under the water for a little while. So I don't know that I'm that invested in that. Uh, I've, you know, and I've been jet skiing and I've done other stuff like that. And I'm just sort of like, yeah, I'm good. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm super happy. If I spend three hours laying on a beach, just popping the little flag up on my chair when I'm ready for a refill. <laughs> oh, is that? I've never. Okay. Yeah. I, if it's that type of resort. Yeah, I don't, or whatever. Know. I don't um, know. And bringing a book and mm. pretending to read it while I'm really just sleeping or staring at people <laughs> on the beach. Like the only time I've ever been sunburned is in Hawaii. Oh. Only time in my life. Wow. Because it's so cool. Like it's. You're close to the sun, mm -hmm. but it's so cool and you have that ocean breeze. So you just sit there. You have yeah. no idea that you're getting sunburned. Mm. So lesson learned to take my sunscreen. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mostly the, about this, just going somewhere that has sand, like just going, going somewhere tropical. I keep getting email deals for Tahiti, Bora Bora, the Maldives, like every other day. Yeah. Sounds fun. We got to do some of that stuff. So yeah, so for our listeners, if that's something that resonates with you, there are a lot of great deals out there. Some of the deals that we were finding uh, don't expire until 2022. And it was so, less than, it was like 1500 bucks for 16, 1700 $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $16, $
there's different ways to do vision boards. I've yeah. not done something like this. And so it's actually really fascinating. And uh, when you had shared with me that you had an anchor word, I was like, oh, what's that? And so that makes me think or wonder if some of our listeners are also curious what an anchor word means in the context of a vision board. As I, so it was an idea that I found online and I just, it kind of resonated with me and I thought, oh, like an anchor word, just something, another one of these words on the board that everything can come back to that Mm. sort of holds everything down, just like like an an anchor. anchor. Yeah. Just like an anchor to a ship, sort of something that holds everything down. Like the foundation. A hundred percent. And like immediately I thought worthy, like for, for me personally, um, in the past, not going after the things that I wanted, it w- self worth or worthiness was always is like the what the what things always came back to it was like no that's not mine that's somebody else's story, um so it was it was a a long time coming where I had to get to the point to decide that oh I can have that too and that's okay and I'm worth it. If I, you know, if you work for it and you get it, then you're worth it. Mm-hmm. So worthy is a, is a word for me. And, uh, it just, it popped into my head when I heard this, uh, this idea of having an anchor word. That's cool. Yeah. It's a good concept. Thanks. I like it. Not my concept, but it's, yeah. But this is sharing, you know, this is sharing yeah. thoughts, concepts, ideas with mm-hmm. and spreading knowledge. And so I like it. Thanks, Thanks for sharing. Anytime. Yeah, so worthy. Anything else on your vision board? Um, so all the little things. So the disconnect thing, and then I have a category of self care, which under self care is adding in potentially massage again because I've been pretty bad about getting regular massage, and I really like massage. So define regular. I used to go monthly. Okay. So I've been asking people about that question because I'm trying to introduce massage therapy into my life. Okay. One, because, you know, with dentistry, dentist, dentists have a high risk for back problems, neck problems, wrist problems because of just the mm-hmm. occupation. And so, but with me, because of my spinal condition, I'm at a even more higher risk. I actually probably should never have even chosen to be a dentist. I chose to be a dentist because I wanted to help people. I didn't even consider how it would affect my spinal condition. But anyways, it's pretty typical of yeah. you. <laughs> so I, I've been asking people, I was like, is regular massage therapy, um, like when you think of regular massage therapy, do you think monthly or do you think weekly? I'd like it weekly. Is that, okay. is that, is that a possibility? <laughs> Get it. <laughs> and then I'm like, can I write this off as a business expense? But my brother says You have no. a lot of questions. <laughs> as How regular have, is regular? I was, was going to say like, if, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious about the world. <laughs> Hey, I got a question. <laughs> if you haven't listened previously or been on a date with Miley, oh. <laughs> she likes questions. I'm, I'm very good at asking questions. Yeah. So self-care, um, massage and facials because I had the facial oh, yeah. with Debbie and I'm like, I, so I already do acupuncture. Acupuncture mm. is something I do fairly regularly. Yes. Uh, Question? Raising my hand. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Again, see, I do it so impulsively. Don't even know I'm doing it. But there's a question in the audience. (laughs) You missed. Could we have somebody, maybe your acupuncturist, come on and talk about the therapy of acupuncture? The Oh, I'm sure he would. He's fabulous. I've been seeing him for, shit, six or seven years. Shit. That's a long time. He's so good. 
Yeah, done. Deal. Let's go. Yeah. And he does yeah. all sorts of fun acupuncture. So I do acupuncture pretty regularly. I used to do that monthly as well. Mm. Like I would get acupuncture and massage monthly. Um, when I made some big changes in my life a few years ago, I found I was in a lot less physical pain. And that was mm. that was a lot of emotional burden that was mm. manifesting physically. So I found I just didn't need as much of those modalities like on me to feel good but um i do enjoy massage it's a nice yeah. treat and i really liked the facial today so i'm thinking like i'm thinking for 2021 maybe alternating months like massage one month acupuncture one month and going like every other month to one of I them i like it i like it yeah so that i'd like to add that in um self-care was also some organization in the home and the office. So I'm, I'm working on that. Um, I put health on here because my new baby, my spin bike is my new BFF. No offense to existing BFFs. You've not been replaced. <laughs> Wipe that look off your face. <laughs> mm, I wasn't um, thinking that until you mentioned it. <laughs> um, I also put squad so and then I put my besties, Shireen and Miley, on my little squad um, just to remind me to stay connected to them and be grateful for them. And I'm worthy of these good people in my life. So my three words really connect to everything on here. And then I put a little mantra, a little affirmation on here that says, you're doing great, sweetie. Oh, you are doing great, that sweetie. Just as a reminder to me, like, maybe it didn't work out that day, but like, you're still fucking doing it. Good job. Yeah. You're a badass. Yeah. Thank you. I think you're a badass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's really it for my yeah, vision board. I like it. Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways to do vision boarding. I think, uh, you know, it's I'm sitting over here with a, a smile on my face because, <laughs> you know, Mandy's vision board has a lot of words on there and it's very, it's very <laughs> her yes yeah. like we talk about her and so I, I i hope that our listeners i think one of the things is you know i hope our listeners are getting a feel a more a more clear feel of who we are as individuals too yeah i think many of our episodes in the beginning didn't really we were like very business like we had topics we talked about business it. and cerebral yes. and, and deep. we never you know we have yet to even do an episode where we talk about ourselves or share getting to know Mandy or getting to know Miley. And I think, I think reading between the lines, you can get to yeah. know us. But I think this episode specifically, you get to know us a lot better than previous episodes. And just to let you know, like this whole <laughs> Mandy thing, like her vision board is very organized and it has a lot of words because she's a very literal wordy person. I am. Like I start looking at pictures and I just want to write down words. Yeah. And I, you know, I used uh, Pinterest to make my vision board and it's kind of like a hot mess. Like that's my catchphrase the last <laughs> week. I'm like, uh, when something's not going right or I forgot something, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm a hot mess today. And you know, it's just my way of saying like, Hey, I'm I I recognize that I'm kind of all over the place and I actually am enjoying being all over the place right now. Yeah, I was going to say give yourself a break yeah. though. It's not such yeah. a like well, it's not such a bad thing. You're not a dumpster fire. No, I'm not. Uh I don't think I am. <laughs> Other people might be thinking that, but not, I do not. not think that. And that's why like my my whole thing of like I'm a hot mess today and I'm like that's just that's me. That's how I'm presenting to the world right now and I am totally fine with it. It's such uh, a lie. You're not a hot mess. Uh, <laughs> 
but you know if you look at my (laughs) thank you you're welcome you still are you (laughs) but if you look at mine i actually have a bunch of pictures on it like um i have some quotes and stuff with words but i don't really have i really like how you have a mood and a what was the word that you what what is the word at the top called that you a goal word. A goal word. Yeah. yeah. Like a goal word mm-hmm. for like a goal for the year. Anchor word. Yeah. I, I kind of just started off with like uh, envisioning what kinds of things do do I at the end of 2020 or 2021, what are some of the things that I will have looked back on and say like that's me or that's what made me happy. Mm-hmm. The last couple years I've been really focused on trying to figure out who I am and what my likes and dislikes are, um, finding what makes me happy instead of like a lot of times what makes other people happy is what makes me happy. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out what makes me happy and what kinds of things define who I am. Like who's, what's my identity for most of my life. I've always identified myself as like a career person. Like I was a student and I was a dental student and then I'm a dentist and can I ask, like, do you mean like you're trying to find your happiness outside of other people? Outside of other people and outside of my career. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Thank you for summarizing. I appreciate it. Okay. I just yeah. want to make sure I heard it right. Instead of me rambling on with many, many, many words, you summarized <laughs> it very nicely. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out who I am outside of other people yeah. and the relationship outside of relationships that I have and outside of work. And That's career. good. Like everyone needs to find that. Yeah. Like. And a lot of it is also, it relates a lot back to like self-worth mm-hmm. because I defined my self-worth by being a great friend or a great sister or a great daughter or a great girlfriend or a great dentist. Like I'm, quantifiable to someone else. Exactly. And I need to feel, you know, so like that's why in 2020, my mantra was actually in 2020, 2019, my mantra was um, be brave, be bold, be brilliant. Uh, and, and then it helped me a lot to figuring out kind of how to handle myself and how to handle challenges in my life that I carried that mantra over to 2020. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now I'm at a place where, you know, this past year I've really gotten into outdoorsy stuff and hiking stuff. And so I was thinking, okay, well, what are some new activities that I want to challenge myself with? Um, you know, because being bold, which is part of the mantra that I have is like trying new things and being, you know, um, challenging myself and putting myself in uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. And so we had talked about scuba diving earlier and mm-hmm. I want to be scuba dive certified this coming year. Okay. The other thing that I, so I have a picture of scuba, scuba. diving and then I have a picture of an airplane because I, so in 20, in 2019, while I was in Jamaica flying home, I was really fascinated for some reason, whatever the, whatever the reason was, but I started thinking about flying while I was in an airplane. And I was like, I would really love to learn how to fly. Mm -hmm. And then that was in 2019. And then this year in 2020, I actually took some lessons for my Mm -hmm. birthday and I have like two hours down towards my pilot's private pilot's license. So now I'm thinking, (laughs) In 2021, I'm going to dive deeper and start working on building my hours towards my private pilot's license too. So I'm conquering the air and conquering the sea with both of those things. And here's me over here. I'm like, nope, my two feet, I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be on land. <laughs> if I'm going to be flying, someone else is doing the work. Yeah. And if I'm in the water, it's a giant ship or okay, it's a boat. <laughs> yes. So I, uh, the, you know, I, I think 
the Miley from, you know, three years ago was timid and unsure and wouldn't be doing those things if someone else wasn't doing it with her. And now I'm in a place where I want to put myself in these uncomfortable situations that I wouldn't have put myself in because I was too scared. Like, I'm not saying that you're yeah. not doing, you know, you're not doing it because you're scared. You're not doing it because you have legit reasons and you know I already yourself, know I don't right? want it. Right. You already know that you don't want it. For me, the reason would, would be that I wouldn't do it because I'm scared to do it with, like by myself. And so for me, doing it by myself is going to be, it's going to symbolize me embracing my fears. Kind it's of so true what you say actually about three years ago, because as you were saying that, I was thinking back to you three, like when you said that, it made me think back to you three years ago and it's true probably most things that I would ask you or talk to you about it was like I don't know was always oh yeah I would say it was probably the first three words out of your mouth like 80% of the time yes like not even about work stuff just personal stuff like hey mm-hmm. <laughs> blah, blah 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 what are you doing on this day or what do you what are you thinking of for this and like you and the person you're with like blah 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 what do you guys want to do you guys want to get together da, 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 da. I don't know let me ask him yeah I don't know let me check with this I don't know let me check with this you're right it was a lot of it was unsure it was very um reliant on that other person yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying so, to be more reliant on myself. Yeah. That's great that you're cognizant of that. I think that's um, huge growth. Yeah. So so that's why I have a picture of scuba diving, a picture of an airplane. I have a picture of Muay Thai because Ooh. I also started a little bit of Muay Thai earlier this year. Have you gone back year. to this? Because you've talked about it before on the pod. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to probably go over and try to do, try to be a little bit more um intentional about that kind of stuff starting next week over at my friend rachel's house and then uh and just trying to get back into fitness i the last couple months i kind of haven't i've done hiking but not into like strengthening my muscles toning my muscles getting into like a more structured fitness routine so i want to get back into that uh or make it more regular Make it more of a part of my life as opposed to every now and then kind of thing. And uh, I have a couple pictures of places that I want to go to because I still am really fascinated by Mother Nature and I want to see different uh, national parks because I got a annual pass to all the national parks in the United States. So I really want to take advantage of that national park pass. So I want to go to Yellowstone and Zion and Yosemite and uh, Death Valley and Grand Tetons. And so there's a lot of places I want to go next year. And so I have a couple pictures of those places. Can I come to any of them? Yes. I would love for you to come. I've never been to any of those places you just listed. Done. Let's go. Okay. I would love for you to come. I currently have four weeks of vacation time. (laughs) So do I. (laughs) Let's do it. We'll talk. For sure. And then, um, you know, I have a pin about recording a potentially award-winning podcast with GarageBand because GarageBand is what we use and I'm an amateur at it. 
So I want to develop my skills in GarageBand so that we can make this an amazing podcast and even potentially getting an award or, you know, the thing is the downside when I was looking, pinning all this is um, I know that in the past there have been like podcast conferences where you can go and meet other podcasters and learn and develop your podcast or business of podcasting. But I'm pretty sure there those aren't happening in person for a long time. So I really want to look into co- like virtual conferences or just more training programs so that we can build this podcast even more. And then specifically the whole GarageBand thing, since that's what we use. And I want to make sure that I can uh, produce help produce and provide a good quality sounding podcast for our listeners. I love that. I think you do a fantastic job. Thank you. But there's so much room to grow and learn. That's true. That's true. Uh, every I'm, time I'm I, not denying that. I think yeah. no matter how good I get, I'm like, yeah. cool. What else can mm-hmm. I improve on? And every time I edit one of our podcast episodes, I'm always like, wow, I learned something new. And then we have new equipment. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, you know, we're learning how to use the new equipment and then learning how that equipment integrates with GarageBand or just, it's just a really cool and Zoom. Yes. Oh, yes. We integrated <laughs> Zoom and that was a whole, you know, so it's just integrating different things and learning about all of that. Uh, it's just really cool. So I'm excited about that. Um, I have a picture about, it, it's labeled Stop Being Lazy Challenge, but it actually, mm-hmm. I, I pinned it because it lists a bunch of books. And oh. I really enjoy reading. In the past, I've, I've, I've read mostly fiction and sci-fi books. Mm-hmm. But I really want to develop my taste buds I don't know if that's the right word probably not (laughs) my taste buds in reading more like self-help kind of inspirational books that help develop you as a leader a business person a growth mindset kind of thing so what are some of the books on here some of the books on here are seven habits of highly effective people I actually have that book on my bookshelf but I've never read it um (laughs) so maybe I should start with that one since I have it the five second rule, smarter, faster, better. Some of these I actually don't recognize, but really this pin was just to kind of remind myself that in the back of my mind, I've, I've had this inkling for reading books that help. So I know on Instagram, I've saved a lot of posts that list out books that are yeah. influential books. So I kind of, I'll probably lean more to, towards that list of books. These yeah, I I th- really I'm recognize like anything by like, so, so Gary Vee is like business mm-hmm, entrepreneurial, mm-hmm. Brene Brown, oh, yeah. Dare to um, Lead. It's yeah. a great book. I have it on Audible, so I don't have a hard copy you can borrow, but it's great. Um, is the five second rule, is that Mel Robbins? Because I follow her and I have one of her books, but for some reason I thought it was a 10 second rule, but maybe it's the five second rule. Um, but Mel Robbins, she's fantastic too. She talks about how she turned uh like her attitude around like she was in a funky dark place and she was just like this whatever second rule it was it was like count to five count to ten or whatever it was and then just get up and do the thing that you were dreading okay yeah it's a pretty good book too I like that concept. I'm trying to think of what other ones. I'm curious if listeners have any, uh, if you're listening to the pod and you have any books that you find particularly motivational, um, share them with us because we are, I love listening to that stuff in the kitchen. Like I listen to a lot of comedy and a lot of podcasts and business stuff, but uh, I do like having a book sprinkled in the mix. 
Yeah. So that's why I'm I Tim Ferriss, like like all those kind yeah. of people. So yeah, listeners, please share some good books that you found helpful, inspirational, motivating yeah. for us, but also for our community. And then I have a pin about uh, blogging. Oh. Because I've actually, that's been an inkling um, in the back of my mind to blog mostly about like dental stuff. Like, so this is more so like um, my dental side stuff. Mm. Um, I'm really into like educating people about healthcare. And so um, the other thing on here is like secrets to Instagram growth. And so I actually really, I've wanted to do this and I've done it more so this year than last year. So I'm hoping next year it's only going to be more, but my, my, healthcare Instagram handle or profile is a lot about my dental expertise and I really want to tailor my healthcare profile to more educational material regarding dental and healthcare stuff. So and then that kind of led me into potentially like blogging or writing articles about the kinds of patients that we see so that we can help other people right so you know our clinic we serve a lot of vulnerable at-risk patients that have many chronic health conditions like diabetes and um, cardiac problems and it'd be great to just provide basic information to the general public about how diabetes affects dentistry or your oral health or even your general health and we have a lot of patients who have special needs and disabilities and you know so I'd really love to educate more people about these types of people because even if you don't have these medical conditions or you know you don't have someone in your family or in your immediate circle that has disabilities chances are you probably know somebody mm-hmm. or you you know you might come across someone or you or might have you a, eventually will or yeah you eventually will have these conditions so um you know like Mandy says like she's a storyteller I'm more of an educator and I really want to tailor my my healthcare profile to do more healthcare education stuff so that's why I have some of those pinned on my Pinterest vision board. And then I think the other things that I have are just little mantras that help me. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep my mantra for 2021 as I did. Triple for, Bs. Yeah, the triple Bs. I know that we had earlier talked about a new mantra, a new potential. Well, more so for our podcast, actually, right? Like, you yeah. know, we talked a little bit about how um, we're both from from a growth aspect or a challenge aspect, our podcast is challenging us to speak up. And it's different for both of us. Um, even though it's speak up, it, it, it's a different meaning for both of us. And it reminded me of JLo's song, you know, let's get loud. So that might be our mantra. But, you know, for me, I was reflecting, I was, I'm, for the, for me, this podcast is encouraging me to speak up about, my opinions more without being worried what about what other people think about my opinions and so for me speaking up is literally like speaking up from a figurative place Uh, for mandy it's literally speaking up like use your voice use your big girl voice use your outdoor voice use your outdoor voice i use i i just have a natural outdoor voice all the time i use it outside and inside (laughs) i i don't really have an inside voice and when it, 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 my closest inside voice is if, if I'm intentionally whispering. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to be like right on top of this microphone and really 
really conscious of the volume that I'm trying to output. I, I, I don't know what it is. I just, I don't have a ton of like, like this natural ability to put like power behind my voice in like conversational skills. I'm rarely loud. Um, like I will laugh loud as hell, but like if I'm just like chit chatting, I'm not loud. And it's so funny because in our, in our day job, You'll sit in my office and we'll be talking about <laughs> fairly confidential stuff, like either related to work or I'll be talking about a date or I'll be talking <laughs> about something. And then you start spouting off your reply and it sounds like you're popping off because you're so <laughs> loud. No, I don't mean to. It sounds like you're pissed because you're like on a volume eight. <laughs> and I'm over here like, Hey, yeah. Um, could we just uh, take that down a notch? <laughs> like, I was like, "Oh yeah, sorry." <laughs> and I, I think I just get so excited. You do. It's adorable. It's so funny. And sometimes I'm just like, "You're talking, and you're like at this crazy volume." <laughs> and I don't even. It's not know crazy, it. but it's it like is, it's it wild is. to me. I'm just like, she has no idea how loud yeah. she really is right now, and I'm like. I, and I'm just sitting there. I have no idea what she's saying because all I'm thinking about is <laughs> who is there anybody in the offices next to me hearing well, this conversation? Yeah. And and then I'm going, what is she saying that they're hearing? <laughs> and what is the context that they could be thinking? Yeah. Like, because I mean, we're generally usually talking about something confidential or personal to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm often talking about nonsense when we get together. Yeah, I'm trying to work on that. <laughs> I mean, there have been times in the past where I'm like, I'm going to need you to. <laughs> yes. I almost <laughs> think that before I enter your office, I should put tape over my mouth. <laughs> put a mask on and just like. Well, see here, the whole thing, the masks, the mask wearing has made me talk, talk even louder. louder. So that's. I was going to say the same. So the mask thing has made me have to be intentional when I'm wearing them. Like if I'm talking to someone, I have to be really, really, and same with this podcast. So like be less mumbly, slow down and speak up. Like, mm -hmm. like really be powerful with my voice more than I, more than is my, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like my natural instinct. I like that natural instinct. Yeah. Yeah. Your default setting. Yeah, my default setting is to, and it's probably something from childhood. It's like my natural, my default is to shrink. So my natural default when I'm talking with other people about them or something that is not related to myself is outdoor voice. But if I'm talking about myself, I tend to be. You get really quiet yeah. and somber and yeah, that's true. Yeah. Interesting. But, so if we're talking about default settings. Interesting. In take that to your next session. Oh, yes. My therapy sessions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was, what was I thinking about the other day that I was going to take to my next therapy session? My last therapy session, we were talking about self-worth and being enough because. Ooh, enough is such a good word. Mm -hmm. I gave us all gifts one year, a couple years ago. You are enough. I have one hanging on my wall over there. It's hiding. Oh, <laughs> but oh yes, that, that little... one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that one a lot. I'm bummed that it's hiding behind your TV now. I'm sorry. It's okay. 
<laughs> I'm sure you'll reposition it later now that I, I will. asked you to. I'll put it up higher for next week. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> but yeah, enough is a huge word. And uh, it's funny because my therapist says that it's most likely due to mama issues. I love my mom. Sure. And it's more so like I love her so much and she's done so much and I recognize the role that she's played in my life that I want to make sure that I've done enough, Mm -hmm. you know, and it comes from a good place and, you know, and so it's just, but I, it's, it translates to potentially everywhere else in my life where I'm like, am I enough for, like, am I good enough of a friend? Am I good enough as a dentist? Am I good enough as a, uh, a, a a coworker, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. You're like competing for love almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it kind of comes back to like, I think, you know, we've kind of touched on this too. One of the hesitations I had with starting this podcast is like, cannot, you know, like, am I enough to be part of this? Like, like you know, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. Or like, sometimes it's like, I do a lot of things in my life alone so that I'm, uh, if I disappoint myself, like I'm only disappointed myself, mm. but being part of a team or being part of this partnership, if I mess up, like, I've disappointed not just myself, but I've now disappointed you. See, I really, you've never disappointed me for the record. And I was telling somebody early on, um, I don't remember who it was. It was like as we were getting going. So maybe four months ago or something. um, I was like, it's really interesting being a part because I've only done like, I've only started one other business and it was by myself. So I was like, this is really interesting starting something with another person. It's just, it's interesting. And it's, it's really fun having another person to bounce ideas off of and be creative with. And, and we, we, we hashed something out not long ago, earlier today. Like, like, what do you mean? I don't get it. Like we go back and forth about things. And it's like, oh, okay, now I get it. But so we hash things back and forth and we bounce ideas off of each other. And, um, it just sharing the responsibilities of the business with another person is really interesting and not re- really fun. Just it's novel to me too. Um, but I, it's not scary to me. Like, it's interesting that it's like, you're like, oh God, what if I disappoint her? I'm just like, this is so fun. <laughs> well, it is for sure. But you know, that's why like it explains like some of my hesitation because it's not just... I'm like, um, if I'm fucking up, someone just let me know and I will <laughs> get on it. Like part of my goal is to be organized this year. So uh, if I messed up, just tell me. I'm like, oh, my feelings won't be hurt. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm always... Sometimes I feel like this is a total aside, but sometimes I'm, I feel like I'm so aloof. Sometimes I'm so caught up in certain details of things that I, I miss the trees for the forest. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, if I mess up, just tell me. Because I'm like, oh, thanks for pointing that out. You're right. I did do that. Yeah. So it's really funny because we've mentioned this in a past episode too. But like, I I totally can relate to like being aloof and being like, you know, just let me know. Like if I offend you or if I say something or if I don't do something or if I forget something, like let me know. It's yeah. not intentional that I'm doing all that stuff. Right. But like it's because I extend that same mindset to other people but my therapist was saying like you you know you're a lot kinder to other people than you Mm -hmm. are to yourself and so like if you're going to extend that understanding to other people that like maybe that you're giving them the benefit of the doubt that maybe they innocently forgot to do something or didn't know you know and you're you're going to kindly tell them hey no big deal do that 
you should learn to extend that to yourself as well. And, and I don't extend that to myself. And so, um, that's or you historically have not been good about that. Right. But you're working, I'm working towards it. So that's what we talked about last time. Uh, so next time I will, uh, potentially bring up the whole enough competing for love competing for love and 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 I think that's why like I said like a lot of stuff on my vision board is very about me like what makes me happy or what kinds of things can I be doing for myself that can I can then help determine if it's going to help me be have a healthier mind yeah feel a little bit better about myself feel worthy define myself a little bit more I think the last time we talked uh, he gave me this worksheet to work on like oh. it was supposed to answer these questions and it's supposed to help me determine like what some of my core values are like I was sharing with you I love this one of my core values that we discovered at my last last session is it's very important to me to be non-judgmental mm-hmm. and when I find myself in uncomfortable situations is you know when I find that I might be being I might be judgmental so I don't like that and then that's why I'm uncomfortable Mm. so when I like talking about politics is very uncomfortable for me because I start to feel that either someone if I'm uncomfortable it's because I'm starting to feel like someone's judging me where my political stance might be they're defining me as good or bad based on my political standpoint and then I get uncomfortable and then I don't want to become judgmental by saying like they're thinking badly of me so I'm going to start thinking badly of them so then it's like a vicious cycle yeah so I'm trying to stop that before it gets anywhere but we were we've we realized that a core value of mine is not being judgmental okay and it goes back to why discernment is not judgmental and why that has such been has been such a good hot mantra that I've gotten from therapy like I need to rechange like redirect my thinking whereas Mm -hmm. when I start to think or assign good or bad right or wrong i'm i'm trying not to do that and i'm trying to be discernment yeah it just is and so i'm trying to practice discernment instead Mm -hmm. of judgment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's good but the worksheet i'm not sure because i ended up (laughs) circling a lot of things and it seems like everything is a core value so i have to i'm I'm not really sure if that's the right worksheet for me I gotta, I gotta, so if anybody has any exercises, <laughs> worksheets that you can send my way to help me figure out what my core values are. I'm picturing one of those crazy maps, like when they're trying to find serial killers with the pins and the string oh. and the circles and the triangulating and you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. I'm the, picturing, the web? You're, um, yeah, you're like, my core values, it's like all over the place. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know I'm working on it <laughs> oh that's amazing uh, but yeah so, I feel like I've done that before but I didn't have a I don't remember what I used it was a website somewhere mm, okay yeah so if anybody has tips yeah send it our way but back to vision boards yes there are multiple as you can tell there are different ways to vision board mm-hmm. Mandy was using paper and pen I was using Pinterest in the past I think both Mandy and I have used like collage making mm-hmm. like I love collages I was actually yeah. looking forward to us doing collages but um we just haven't time. had the time <laughs> but if you do again that's uh I would probably say that that's a very common way of vision mm-hmm. boarding when you have a lot of magazines and you kind of flip through things and you kind of but even even with this like paper, this mm-hmm. pen and paper layout that I have, I may take it to a collage. Yeah. Like 
I ha- I have used collage with like in combination with markers and yeah. writing on a board before, so I may take this to that level. Yeah. Um, there's also another thing that I've done in other workshops is uh, my one one workshop I was in was we made these um, vision tree branches hmm. where we use so we had like these tree branches that had been cut down for whatever reason and we were reusing recycling or whatnot and it was also this sense of just mother nature and being one with the elements and stuff and we had a lot of different uh, beads feathers like um, fake feathers um and different arts and crafts stuff and we would actually there would be like thread and yarn and all this stuff and you would kind of like create use the branch and create kind of like your vision of your goals on there. So hmm. some of the beads had words on it too, so that you can actually okay. put words onto the branch and and then different colors. So you can talk about, you know, if you had to do a color instead of a mood, yeah. a color for the year and stuff like that. So, and what that color means. Like, so I remember we all presented afterwards and one person had like red thread and he was saying like, it represents like strength for fire. me. Yeah, fire and strength. And I had yellow because it's bright and it's, friendly yeah so it's nice to kind of use that so there's different ways of vision board if you're interested in vision boarding of course there's lots of of resources online Mm -hmm. but you know uh, we hope that this episode has uh, given you not only an insight into what vision boarding is like but a little insight into um some of the things that we're thinking about and again this is uh, a conversation that we hope is ongoing and uh, it doesn't end here when the episode ends please Go ahead and feel free to share what might be on your vision board. Or maybe if you do your vision board, snap a shot, snap a snapshot, <laughs> snap, take, take a, a photo, picture. <laughs> take a photo, send it to us, DM us or tag us. Yeah. We'll repost. We, you know, and, and so share with us what would be on your vision board or what is on your vision board. We'd love to hear and see what's happening in, in your uh, in your mind. Absolutely. We love that. Um, tag us on Instagram at the main dish podcast on Facebook at the main dish pod and on Twitter at the main dish pod. You can share your photos with us in any of those places. And just to recap, you know, share with your, uh, share, share your vision board with us, or you can, uh, you know, we pose a lot of questions during Mm -hmm. this episode. So like if you have some great books, that you want to suggest to us, please let us know. Love. Uh, I'm looking for book recommendations. Okay, yeah, book I think I've gone through everything I oh, have. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, what, what, were there any other questions that we posed during uh, our... Uh, we definitely asked for books. We asked for... The, uh, travel ideas? Did we ask about travel ideas? No. but uh, Good Lord, I don't need any more travel <laughs> ideas. All I have are travel ideas. I'm like, get me out of here. I got to get on a plane. I see an airplane go by. And I'm like, I want to be on that plane. Mm. I don't know where it's going. I just want to be on it. Like, I love to travel. Mm. Well, let's make that happen in 2021. Yes. For sure. Oh, show. Thanks for listening to our episode as we uh, close out 2020. What a year it's been. And what a year it's going to be. 2021 going to be great 2020 will probably go down as the weirdest year of my life but also one of the coolest mm-hmm. like just interesting memories a lot of fun stuff um really turning points in 
me and relationships with friends and work and lots of mindset stuff shifted for me this year. So I'm really excited for 2021 um, now that I've gone through these little shifts. Like 2021 is looking really interesting. Interesting. I also... And the word bright comes to mind just because it's yeah. our mindset. And I think we're setting the tone for a a bright year. I think some people would probably say, it's got to be brighter. Can't be any. Hard to get any darker. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, bright comes to mind just. I um, mean, we're like three weeks away from a new president. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a little shiny star. Yeah, so a lot of great things happening. We hope you... See how politics makes Miley uncomfortable? Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's like, uh, uh-huh, yep, so anyways. Um, it's okay to pick a side. It's okay to be on a I team. Know. I know. Uh, uh, it's on my therapy list. It's on my therapy to-do list. We're working on it. One, one step at a time. I think we should toast to close out. Ooh, I like it. We've been sipping on a little bubbly that I bought in Colorado this summer when I was with my cousins. When you guys uh, drove on the side of the mountain on, in a Tesla? That was the one. Yeah, that's Jesus. what I remember from your trip. Most terrifying. But so cool. Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready <laughs> to like, drink. She's ready to drink without me. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. To especially our listeners too. Yes. I, Cheers to our listeners. Thank Cheers you so to much. You. Cheers to you. Cheers to all of the opportunity and uh, adventure yet to come. For sure. I was gonna say for shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> it's two thousand and four. Have a fun, safe, healthy New Year's, and we will talk to you next year. Love you. Love you too.